exciting futuristic developments now in severe heart failure. A study has looked at treating it with recombinant human growth hormone. Catherine Demers told the American Heart Association conference about the study. This was a randomized placebo-controlled study. It was a multi-center clinical trial that was performed in Canada across eight centers. We had 43 patients in this study with NYHA functional class 3 symptoms, an ejection fraction of less than 35% with a mean EF of 26% and six minute walk test distance was of approximately 300 meters. We then randomized patients to receive a matching placebo to and other patients were receiving recombinant human growth hormone at a dose of four international units every other day to simulate the physiological pulsatile secretion of growth hormone in adults. And what happened? What we saw was uh, quite interesting. We did not see a statistically significant change in six-minute walk tests, but there was a significant trend of an increase in walk distance in patients who were receiving growth hormone compared to patients who were on placebo. But what was most interesting were patients who underwent exercise treadmill on a standardized protocol. We did see almost a doubling of exercise uh, duration when they performed the exercise test compared to placebo. We did not see significant changes in uh, left ventricular ejection fraction or in uh, LV wall stress. There were some trends for end diastolic and end systolic volumes, although we were underpowered. What do you think was happening? We're hypothesizing that the effect may likely be on the periphery, meaning that it's an effect maybe on skeletal muscle, change in fiber type, increased efficiency, as well as probably an effect on systemic vascular resistance, instead of an effect directly on cardiac function. So what might come out of this study? Can you perhaps make any recommendations for the future? Growth hormone is a controlled drug, as, the, as there are some concerns of any leak into the general population. But we think that uh, there's some potential to uh, move on to a larger study, and we'd like to be able to move on to maybe a 500-patient study to get more of a definite answer, as many small randomized studies have been performed up to now with variable results, and uh, we do believe that we need a final answer on this kind of uh, drug. Can you think of any downsides in using human growth hormone? The concern with growth hormone, as one of the physicians who went up to the microphone mentioned, is in patients who are diabetic, the potential problems with glycemic control. There is also some concern if you administer growth hormone long-term that you do get left ventricular hypertrophy, and that is associated with increased death. So we'd have to design a trial to make sure that we may administer growth hormone for a certain time and then stop the drug and then maybe go back to the administration of the growth hormone. But I'm not sure we could actually administer it on a long-term fashion, i.e. more than 6 or 12 months because of the concern of left ventricular hypertrophy. Catherine Demers from McMaster University in Hamilton, Ontario. And that's all from the AHA annual meeting in Dallas. I hope you found our reports in this audio journal both helpful and interesting. If you enjoy using the internet and the iPod or other portable MP3 players, you may like to visit our website at www.audiomedica.com. You'll find coverage of the American Heart Association and other important cardiology events, and you can download our interviews at... Hmm. 
and you can download our interviews as podcasts to listen to whenever you want away from your computer. If you've any comments about this new service, we'd be delighted to hear from you. You'll find our email address on the website. We'll be back with you again soon, but until then, from Peter Goodwin, Karen Register, me, Richard Black, and everyone else at Audio Medica, goodbye. <laughs>